Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. Firstly, I'd like to say a very big thank you to Esteem Samaka for giving me this great opportunity to handle today's session. We're still praying for nations as instructed by a man of God. And today we're praying for Bulgaria, Burundi, Cambodia, Canada, Cape Verde, Central African Republic, and Chile. We pray for their kings, their presidents, prime ministers, and governors, using them as a point of contact. We pray and ask God that the Holy Spirit will pour out a spirit of salvation upon these seven nations, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. We declare that the, the kingdom come upon these seven nations. We pray that they lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in these nations. We rebuke and restrain every force of evil in these nations. We rebuke every evil spirit of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. And we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus and cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from this nation and bring in the ministry of angels. Oh. We will cut out every evil men who have hijacked their economies and put them in poverty. We will cut out every evil men who are responsible for creating poverty in these nations, men and women who have hijacked the financial system of these nations and created poverty with their greed, selfishness, and evil works. And also, will counsel and abrogate every unjust and evil law passed in parliament or by decree in these nations. And we declare that only laws that are to, be, to the benefit of the people in consistency with the righteousness of God, only such laws stand. And we declare that every draconian laws, law already and secretly passed to perpetrate the planned evil are caught down in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray for all those who are sick, who receive grace and mercy for them, and we declare that the love of God prevails in their behalf, and the healing power of God overwhelms them, and they are restored to wholeness, and they come to know the love of God and his salvation, such that they serve God with their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. We also pray for the church of Jesus Christ in these nations. We pray for ministers of the gospel and the Christian they lead in these nations, we will declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Esteemed family, let's kindly go ahead and speak in other tongues. Makila gabara gaba shike teke bara gaba seke teke bara gaba ya zila makinda gaba zuko toko bo shike seke bara gaba gaba seke te. Ena gabara babu Thank 
Oh, <laughs> 
in jesus name we pray heavenly father we thank you for your love we thank you lord god for your greatness we thank you for your kindness oh god father we thank you lord god for these seven nations oh god we cut out every evil spirit responsible for unrest oh god father lord god we rebuke now and cast them out of these seven nations in the name of the lord jesus christ oh god we declare peace with prosperity upon these seven nations oh god father lord god we release 
release angels to the north, release angels to the south, to the east and to the west of these seven nations to enforce the reign of peace in their land. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, Father, Lord God, we pray, oh God, for a great spread of the message of salvation in these seven nations in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The message of salvation is gaining greater accessibility and acceptability, oh God, as a result of rapid and radical evangelical work in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. And with the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, we forbid and overturn Satan's plan and agenda to control the government of these seven nations, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for their ministers, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for ministers, saints of God, and the churches, and the churches, oh God, of Christ, oh God, to be, to be protected and delivered, oh God, from the satanic deception of these seven nations. Lord God, we pray for all those who are sick. Hallelujah, Lord God, hallelujah. We receive grace and mercy for them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, God. We give you praise, we honor you, God, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Stomachama, for giving me this opportunity. And also, I'd like to thank the prayer team, esteemed Pastor Deborah Ma, esteemed Dr. Kema, and esteemed Sister Tina Ma. Thank you so much. And also, I'd like to say a very thank you, esteemed family, for standing in the gap for these nations. Thank you so much for praying for them. God bless you. Right now, can you hand over to the prayer team? Thank you. Oh, Lord, your kingdom is forever. How lovely you are, how majestic you are. Your beauty is beyond description. More. Words can never tell. Unfathomable, indescribable. You're the King of Kings and servant. You spoke your word and it came to be. Nothing can change your word right from start. Created undeniable, indestructible, you're the Lord of laws and servant. Oh, your kingdom is forever, your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is your name forevermore. Your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is your name forevermore. Mm. How lovely you are, 
how majestic you are. Your beauty is beyond description. Oh, then words can never tell. Unfathomable, indescribable, you're the king of kings I'm serving. You spoke your word and it came to be. Nothing can change your word right from the words were created. Undeniable, indestructible, you're the Lord of laws and serving. Your kingdom is forever. Lord, your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is your name and forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is your name and forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is your name forevermore. Oh, how lovely you are, how majestic you are. Your beauty is beyond description, more than words can never tell. Indescribable, you're the king of kings I'm serving. You spoke your word and it came to be. Nothing can change your word right from the words were created. Undeniable. Undestructible, you're the Lord of Lords of serving. Your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Lord, your wisdom is forever. Your is your name forevermore. Mm-hmm. Your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. 
Your word is yeah, and name it forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Yes. Your lordship is forever. Your word is yeah, name it forevermore. Oh Lord, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is here and amen forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your wisdom is forever, Lord. Your righteousness is forever. Your word is yet named forevermore. Your kingdom is forever. Your lordship is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your word is yeah and amen forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yeah, name it forevermore. Oh, your word is yeah, and name it forevermore. Your word is yes and amen for Your word is yes and amen. Oh, how majestic you are, oh God. Your love, your beauty, your kindness, your graciousness, they are beyond description, more than words can ever tell. Unfathomable, indescribable. You are an amazing God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Alpha and the Omega. Oh, you are the undeniable the indestructible, the invincible God. Ah, your word is yes and amen. Your word is yes and amen. No man can contend with your word. Your word is yes and amen. Your word can never fail. It is infallible. 
It is infallible, O God. Whatever he sets out to accomplish, that it accomplishes, O God. It has never been known to return to you void. Your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is forever. Every promise you have made to us is forever. Father, if it takes 200 years of us being alive, oh God, you are going to do it that your word may come to pass, that everything you say consigning us, oh God, that it will come to pass. Father, oh God, if it takes taking men from Iceland, making men cross cross continents, if it takes aligning the parts of men across the continent, that that which you said concerning us, oh God, will come to fulfillment. That is what you will do because your dominion is forever. Your word is infallible. Nothing can change it. Situations and circumstances do not define you. It is your word that defines them. Oh, you were a mighty God. You reign and rule eternal, O oh God, and we reign and rule right with you. Oh, Balasunde Levaru, Serevo, Shirabo, Zerevasunte, Ente Yikabaya. Oh, Father, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We magnify you, O oh God. We adore you, O oh God. Blessed be your holy name forever. In Jesus' matchless name, we have worshipped. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Grace Ma, for that amazing time of worship. God bless you, Ma. And I want to thank dear esteemed Sister Peace for the time of intercessory prayer. God bless you for leading us to pray. And um, special thanks to esteemed family for connecting. And now I want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on wherever you are connected from at this moment. You're welcome once again to another time of devotion. This is inspired by the World Global Times. And we are just here to fellowship with ourselves, worship our God read his word and take our instructions from the Holy Spirit as we go through the day. Oh, child of God, it's a privilege to share the word with you today. Thank you, dear SM Sister Maka, for this amazing opportunity. God bless you so much, Ma. And today is Thursday, the 20th of April, 2023. Hallelujah. The title of today's devotion is Enthroned with Him. Praise God. And the um, theme scripture for today is taken from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 25. And the Bible says, For he must reign till he had put all enemies under his feet. Praise the Lord. Now we can read together. Esteemed family, the rhapsody is on the screen. And thank you, the esteemed Pastor Ndapanjilama, for sharing your screen today. God bless you, ma. Pastor says, 
talking about the Lord Jesus. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 24 to 25 tells us, then come at the end when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he had put all enemies under his feet. That means he's enthroned, hallelujah. Notice that Paul didn't say, for he must reign after he had put all enemies under his feet. No, rather he explained that he would reign till all enemies are under his feet. Wow. Did someone get that? I'll take it again. Notice that Paul didn't say, for he must reign after he had put all enemies under his feet. Not after. No. Rather, he explained that he would reign till all enemies are under his feet. When did he start reigning? Hey, he started reigning when he sat down on the seat of the majesty on high at the right hand of the father after his ascension. Thanks be unto God. Hey, we are seated together with him. Thanks be unto God. We are seated together with him far above all principalities and power. We are enthroned with him. He is reigning right now through us over demons, hell, and the grave. Mm. Romans 5 verse 17 says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. We have, we've received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Now we are in office. We are in office. We've received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Now, child of God, not tomorrow, not after the devils are under your feet. No. It is now, now, now. We are in office. This is our day. This is our age. This is our time. We are in office, reigning through Christ over the world and his systems, circumstances, Satan and his demonic community. Refuse sickness, failure, defeat, and death. Reign in life as a king. Reject everything that is not of God and endorse only that which is consistent 
with his perfect will for you. You've been enthroned to reign. You've been enthroned to reign. You've been enthroned to reign. I say it again. You have been enthroned to reign. Hallelujah. Reject everything. Every adverse circumstances of life, that anything that is not contradictory, everything that is contradictory, everything that is not consistent, everything that is in opposite, that, it, that is adverse to God's purposes for your life. Anything that is not aligned to his perfect will for you, child of God, reject it. Reject it because we are not here for the validation of the world. Our lives are not decided by what is valid for the world. The standards of our lives, the metrics, the yastic, the metrics to quantify our lives, it is not found in the world. Anything that is contradictory to the will of God for you, reject it. You cannot have sickness in your body. And every morning you're taking the sickness, you're touching it, you're, 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 you're cuddling it. You understand, you know so much about a disease. You are, you are not a medical personnel, but you are so informed about a particular sickness. You are so informed that if you blink two times, you will say, yes, 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 yes. I, I, read, I read that they are 10% of people that suffer, they have rapid blinking. And then, you know, this particular sickness that I have, uh, they, um, there are some people, not, not me, oh, please. Uh, this is just an analogy. And <laughs> there, there are some, they say that there's a ratio of some persons dependent on their race that, you know, one of the symptoms is blinking. They blink, they blink in a second, they blink like five times. And I'm, I'm, I'm sensing that I am, I am among, I'm among the cluster, the rapid blinking cluster. Have you, have you heard people talk like that? Have you heard people that are so informed? over nothing. Child of God, you have been enthroned to reign. Stop it. Stop it. Come to the consciousness of that which you have in Christ. Come to the consciousness of where you are. We are seated with him over principalities and powers. That is where we are seated. That is where we are seated. That is where we are seated. We are reigning until all things are under our feet, not after we have put everything under our feet. Not after. There are things that we should not be struggling with anymore. There are things that should not be heard about us anymore. They are decisions that we cannot be found taking. They are things that should not be said of us. 
Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard that a king, let, 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 let me use, let, 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 like the, the world is preparing for the coronation of King Charles. Has he ever been on news that he was, he's been worried about the cost of the coronation? That he has lost sleep over it? Do you think it's possible that he's, he cried last night thinking of how to cover the cost of the coronation? Do you think that these are part of the things he considers when he wakes up in the morning, he's looking at it, he says, oh my God, how do I fund this coronation? Oh God, who do I borrow from? Oh my God, who, 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 where, where, will, where will this money come from? Are you, this coronation, oh my God, how do I go about it? Do you think he's fixated on the costs? Do you think he's fixated on the costs? Child of God, is there something you're fixated about? You worry, you worry, then you forget that worrying, worrying is a sin. Worrying means God cannot take care of it. I have to take it from God and find a way out of it. That is what it means. You've exalted your problem above God. You've exalted yourself above God. In fact, you have deemed yourself more powerful than God. You've looked at the scripture where he says that he takes care of the ravens of the air who do neither sow nor reap. He ensures that they eat. He said, what about you that is made in his image? You've looked at that scripture and you say, yeah, it's a lie. It's a lie. I know he can't take care of me. God cannot take care of me. I've got to worry about this. You know, when I worry about it, I will find a way out of it. <sighs> refuse. Refuse defeat. Refuse failure. Refuse sickness. Refuse death. Refuse to die. You can refuse to die. That is why they say, he gave up the ghost. You can decide not to give it up. I have seen people who refused to give it up and they stayed. They did not say the ghost gave up itself. It is him who gave up the ghost. You can refuse to give it up. And that ghost ain't going anywhere. Refuse, child of God, for you've been enjoying with him. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's Rhapsody of Reality Review. Thank you, dear esteemed sister Makama, for this amazing opportunity. God bless you. And right now, I'll hand over to dear esteemed Pastor Inima, who will take us in the further studies. Over to you, esteemed Mark. God bless you so much. God bless you. Mm. Wow. Thank you, esteemed Dr. Kell. I refuse and reject anything that is not consistent. God's plans for my life. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I will start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Righteous. Today's Rhapsody is so sweet. I praise God. Sorry. Wow. Mm. Daniel chapter 7 from 13. 
I saw in the night vision and behold, one like the son of man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the ancients of days and they brought him near before him. And there was giving him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion. We shall not pass away and his kingdom that we shall not be destroyed. Psalm 110 from one to two. The Lord God says to my Lord, the Messiah, sit at my right hand until I make your adversaries your footstool. The Lord will send forth from Zion, the scepter of your strength. Rule then in the midst of your foes. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the confession together. Christ reigns over all things for the glory of God and his church. I have been graced to reign in this life through righteousness. I exercise dominion through words. And I put Satan, his meaningless, and the elements of this world in their place. For I function in and with the dominion of Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Luke chapter 18. I'm going to start from 15. Praise God. People brought babies to Jesus, hoping he might touch them. When the disciples saw it, they shooed them off. Jesus called them back. Let these children alone. Don't get between them and me. These children are the kingdom's pride and joy. Mark this, unless you accept God's kingdom in the simplicity of a child, you will never get in. Caption, the rich official. One day, one of the local officials asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to deserve eternal life? Jesus said, Why are you calling me good? No one is good, only God. You know the commandments, don't you? No illicit sex, no killing, no stealing, no lying. Honor your father and mother. He said, I've kept them all for as long as I can remember. Jesus heard that. When Jesus heard that, he said, then there's only one thing left to do. Sell everything you own and give it away to the poor. You will have riches in heaven. Then come, follow me. This was the last thing the official expected to hear. He was very rich and became terribly sad. He was holding on tight to a lot of things and not about to let them go. Seeing his reaction, Jesus said, do you have any idea how difficult it is for people who have it all to enter God's kingdom? I did say, it's easier to tread a camel through a needle's eye than get a rich person into God's kingdom. Then who has any chance at all? The others asked. No chance at all, Jesus said. If you think you can pull it off by yourself, every chance in the world, if you trust God to do it. Peter tried to regain some initiative. We have left everything we owned and followed you, didn't we? 
Yes, Jesus said, and you won't regret it. No one who has sacrificed home, spouse, brothers, and sisters, parents, children, whatever, will lose it. It will all come back multiplied many times over in your lifetime, and then the bonus of eternal life. Caption, I want to see again. Then Jesus took the two of off to the side and said, listen carefully, we are on our way to Jerusalem. Everything written in the prophets about the Son of Man will take place. He will be handed over to the Romans, Jedat, ridiculed and spit on. And after giving him the third degree, they will kill him. In three days, he will rise alive. But they didn't get it. Could make neither heads nor tail of what he was talking about. He came to the outskirts of Jericho. A man was sitting beside the road asking for handouts. When he heard the rustle of the crowd, he asked, What's going on? They told him, Jesus the Nazarene is going by. He yelled, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Mercy. Those ahead of Jesus told the man to shut up, but he only yelled all the louder, Son of David, mercy, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered him to be brought over. When he had come near, Jesus asked, What do you want from me? He said, Master, I want to see again. Jesus said, Go ahead, see again. Your faith has saved and healed you. The healing was instant. He looked up, seeing, and then followed Jesus, glorifying God. Everyone in the streets joined in, shouting praise to God. Hallelujah. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. And say a big thank you to Esteem Stamaka for this opportunity. To have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you, and I love you. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Onye, for a beautiful New Testament read. Thank you, esteemed Dr. Kel, for an awesome Rhapsody session. Today, we'll be reading from the book of 1 Samuel, chapters 11 to 13 as our Old Testament read. But before doing that, I would like to thank the highly esteemed Sister Amaka for this great opportunity to take the Old Testament reading. And thank you, Pastor Ndapandula, for sharing your screen. First Samuel chapter 11. So Nahash went after them and prepared to go to war against Jabesh, Gilead. The men of Jabesh petitioned Nahash, Make a treaty with us and we will serve you. Nahash said, I'll make a treaty with you on one condition, that every right eye among you be gushed out. I'll humiliate every last man and woman in Israel before I'm done. The town leaders of Jabesh said, give us time to send messengers around Israel. Seven days should do it. If no one shows up to help us, we will accept your terms. The messengers came to Saul's place of Gibeah and told the people what was going on. 
As the people broke out in loud wails, Saul showed up. He was coming back from a field. He was coming back from the field with his oxen. Saul asked, What happened? Why is everyone crying? And they repeated the message that had come from Jabesh. The Spirit of God came on Saul when he heard the report and he flew into rage. He grabbed the yoke of oxen and butchered them on the spot. He sent the messengers throughout Israel distributing the bloody pieces with this message. Anyone who refuses to join up with Saul and Samuel, let these be the fate of his oxen. The terror of God seized the people and they came out, one and all, not a laggard among them. Saul took command of the people at Bezek. There were 300,000 men from Israel, another 30,000 from Judah. Saul instructed the messengers, tell this to the folk of Jabesh Gilead. Help is on the way. Expect it by noon tomorrow. The messengers set straight off and delivered their message. Elated, the people of Jabesh Gilead sent word to Nahash. Tomorrow we'll give ourselves up. You can deal with us on your terms. Long before dawn the next day, Saul had strategically placed his army in three groups. At first light, they broke into the enemy camp and slaughtered Ammonites until noon. Those who were left ran for their lives, scattering every, scattering every which way. The people came to Samuel then and said, Where are those men who said, Saul is not fit to rule over us? Hand them over, we'll kill them. But Saul said, Nobody is going to be executed this day. This is the day God saved Israel. Come, let's go to Gilgal and there, and there we consecrate the kingship. They all trooped out to Gilgal before God. They all retrooped out to Gilgal. Before God, they crowned Saul king at Gilgal. And there they worshipped, sacrificing peace offerings. Saul and all Israel celebrated magnificently. Caption, don't chase after ghost gods. Samuel addressed all Israel. I've listened to everything you've said to me, listened carefully to every word, and I've given you a king. See for yourself, your king among you, leading you. But now look at me, I'm old and gray and my sons are still here. I've led you faithfully from my youth until this very day. Look at me, do you have any complaints to bring before God and his anointed? Have I ever stood in so much as an ox or a donkey? Have I ever taken advantage of you or exploited you? Have I ever taken a bribe or played fast and lose with the law? Bring your complaint and I'll make it right. Oh no, they said, never. You've never done any of that. Never abused us. Never lined your own pocket. That settles it then, said Samuel. God is witness. 
and his anointed is witness that you find nothing against me, no faults, no complaints. And the people said, he is witness. Samuel continued, this is the God who made Moses and Aaron your leaders and brought your ancestors out of Egypt. Take your stand before him now as I review your case before God in the light of all the righteous ways in which God has walked with you and your ancestors. When Jacob's sons entered Egypt, the Egyptians made life hard for them and they cried for help to God. God sent Moses and Aaron who led your ancestors out of Egypt and settled them here in this place. They soon forgot their God. So he sold them off to Sisera, commander of Hazor's army, later to a hard life under the Philistines and still later to the king of Moab. They had to fight for their lives. Then they cried for help to God. They confessed, we've sinned, we've gone off and left God and worshipped the fertility gods and the goddesses of Canaan. Oh, deliver us from the brutalities of, all of our enemies and we'll worship you alone. So God sent Jerubal, Gideon, Bedan, Barak, Jephthah, and Samuel. He saved you from that hard life, surrounded by enemies, and you lived in peace. But when you saw Nahash, king of Ammonites, king of the Ammonites, preparing to attack you, you said to me, no more of this. We want a king to lead us. And God was already your king. So here's the king you wanted, the king you asked for. God has let you have your own way, giving you a king. <laughs> Sorry. If you fear God, worship and obey him and don't rebel against what he tells you. If both you and your king follow God, no problem. God will be sure to save you. But if you don't obey him and rebel against what he tells you, king or no king, you will fare no better than your fathers. Pay attention. Watch this wonder that God is going to perform before you now. It's summer, as you well know, and the rainy season is over. But I'm going to pray to God. He'll send thunder and rain a sign to convince you of the great wrong you have done to God by asking for a king. Samuel prayed to God and God sent thunder and rain that same day. The people were greatly afraid and in awe of God and of Samuel. Then all the people begged Samuel, pray to your God for us, your servant. Pray that we don't die. On top of all our other sins, we've piled on one more asking for a king. Samuel said to them, don't be fearful. It's true that you have done something very wrong. All the same, don't turn your back on God. Worship and serve him heart and soul. Don't chase after ghost gods. There's nothing to them. They can't help you. They are nothing but ghost gods. God, simply because of who he is, is not going to walk off and leave his people. Wow. God took delight in making you into his very own people. 
and neither will I walk off and leave you. That will be a sin against God. I'm staying right here at my post, praying for you and teaching you the good and right way to live. But I beg of you, fear God and worship him honestly and heartily. You've seen how greatly he has worked among you. Be warned, if you live badly, both you and your king will be thrown out. Caption, God is out looking for your replacement. Saul was a young man when he began as, a, as king. He was king over Israel for many years. Saul conscripted enough men for three companies of soldiers. He kept two companies under his command at Michmash and in the Bethel Hills. The other company was under Jonathan at Gibeah in Benjamin. He sent the rest of the men home. Jonathan attacked and killed the Philistine governor stationed at Geba, Gibeah. When the Philistines heard the news, they raised the alarm. The Hebrews are in revolt. Saul ordered the reveal trumpets blown throughout the land. The word went out all over Israel. Saul has killed the Philistine governor. Drawn first blood. The Philistines are stirred up and mad as hornets. Summoned the army came the Sorry, I'll take that again. Summoned, the army came to Saul at Gilgal. The Philistines rallied their forces to fight Israel. Three companies of chariots, six companies of cavalry, and so many infantry, they looked like sand on the seashore. They went up into the hills and set up camp at Michmash, east of Beth Aven. When the Israelites saw that they were way outnumbered and in deep trouble, they ran for cover, hiding in caves and pits, ravines and brambles and, and cisterns, wherever. They retreated across the Jordan River, refugees fleeing to the country of God and Gilead. But Saul held his ground in Gilgal, his soldiers still with him, but scared to death. He waited seven days, the time set by Samuel. Samuel failed to show up at Gilgal and the soldiers were slipping away, right and left. So Saul took charge. Bring me the burnt offering and the... <laughs> uh, sorry. So Saul took charge. Bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings. He went ahead and sacrificed the burnt offering. No sooner had he done it than Samuel showed up. Saul greeted him. Samuel said, what on earth are you doing? Saul answered, when I saw I was losing my army from under me and that you hadn't come when you said you would and that the Philistines were poised at Michmash, I said, the Philistines are about to come down on me in Gilgal and I haven't yet come before God asking for his help. So I took things into my own hands and sacrificed the burnt offering. 
That was a fool thing to do, Samuel said to Saul. If you had kept the appointment that God had, that your God commanded, by now God would have set a firm and lasting foundation <clears throat> under your kingly rule over Israel. As it is, your kingly rule is already falling to pieces. God is out looking for your replacement right now. This time he will do the choosing. When he finds him, he will appoint him leader of his people. And all because you didn't keep your appointment with God. At that, Samuel got up and left Gilgal. What army there was left followed Saul into battle. They went into the hills from Gilgad toward Gibeah in Benjamin. Saul looked over and assessed the soldiers still with him. A mere 600. Caption, Jonathan and his armor bearer. Saul, his son Jonathan and the soldiers who had remained made camp at Geber. Gibeah of Benjamin. The Philistines were camped at Michmash. Three squads of raiding parties were regularly sent out from the Philistine camp. One squadron was assigned to the Ophra, to the Ophra road going toward Shual country. Another was assigned to the Beth Horan road. The third took the border road that rimmed the valley of Hyenas. There wasn't a blacksmith to be found anywhere in Israel. The Philistines made sure of that, lest those Hebrews start making swords and spears. That meant that, sorry, that meant that the Israelites had to go down among the Philistines to keep their farm tools, plowshares and mattocks, axes and sickles sharp and in good repair. They charged a silver coin for the plow plowshares and mattocks and half that for the rest. So when the battle of Michmash was joined, there wasn't a sword or spear to be found anywhere in Israel, except for Saul and his son, Jonathan. They were both well armed. A patrol of Philistines took up a position at Mi'kmaq Pass. Glory to God, hallelujah. And that brings us to the end of the Old Testament reading. I'd like to thank the esteemed Sister Maka once again for this great opportunity. Thank you, amazing family. I'll now hand over to the esteemed Brother Martins for the affirmation and communion segment. Do have a prolific day, everyone. God bless you. Thank you, esteemed Brother Emmanuel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depend on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Maka for this wonderful privilege. Thank you so much, Ma, for this awesome privilege. At this point, we'll be going into our affirmation segment. And the affirmation is on the screen already. We'll be affirming I walk in righteousness, I walk in love, I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. And we'll be making this affirmation five times this morning. Praise God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. 
I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. I walk in righteousness. I walk in love. I walk in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have overcome the world. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this point, brothers and sisters, we'll be going straight into the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Please do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For the bread we break today, the communion of the body of Christ, we decree in the name of the Lord Jesus that as we break this bread, we will never be broken in our lives. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, we are strengthened with minds by your spirit in our inner man. We are enthroned in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord, for you've made our lives marvelously beautiful. And for this, we praise your name. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oza Kalondes Kalinza Fraglombradish, Vlegliglehatos Govranglish to Paradosis, the Lekai Kadeli Kredista, Loglidongas Ida Paranos of Raglastas, Boraglish of Vremenic Karati, Barum Barum Barunglico Fronglish to Pauglish to Pretis, the Fraglunda Sigro Sigro Dorundas Govradista. After the same manner also he took the cup, Ash, the Kazunda Corridida Crapadina Hati, Varandoris Kishkele Bragadida, who Satalian dish. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. I've made you strong. I've given you dominion. I've given you power over everything. In every place you go, at every point of the way, my wisdom goes with you, causing you to act and enact goodwill causing you to change the lives of many, causing you to bring blessings into the place. For my blessing is in you. My blessing gushes out from you. You are a blessing to your word and you've blessed many and you will continually bless many. For my blessing is resident in your life. I've given you my joy. I've given you my peace. I've given you dominion. Everywhere you go, you will dominate because the power is in you. You dominate everywhere you go. Great grace, great grace, great grace. For I've made you a channel of grace to many. For out of you flows grace. Out of you flows blessings. Out of you flows favor. You are eternally blessed. Glory to God forevermore. After the same manner also he took up when he has sucked, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the worst, the loss, you do show the lost death till he comes. Take up, take up, take up, toski for badila. Lali gis go over atos, nekiran class to parni. Vlog lidons gi, jepandis, kisifalek tequila in the kaski. Legis is salinda go ribando zifratoski. 
Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Valerie, I hear the name Valerie. And I hear grace, I hear beauty, I hear dominion. Ah, I hear power. Everything is coming together even now for a smooth sail. Everything is coming together. The ability to break banks, every gatherings against you, that ability to break through and to win at the other end. For I've seen the victory and the victory is at the other end. So you walk in the light of your victory as you see, as you see the victory at the other end, say, keep walking. Look not on the right or on the left, but keep moving. I've given you the power to go through. I've given you the grace to go through. I've given you the ability to go through. He says, go through. And then your victory, your victory will be replicated every now and then. And men will see it and they will not be shocking. I'm with you because I am your God. The ability is in you, says the Spirit. Glory to God. Go ahead and take the cup now. So you will surely come back with a testimony. You will surely come back with testimonies by the power of God's spirit. Graced and protected. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to this, Mr. Maka. Thank you so much, Ma, for this awesome privilege. And thank you to all our amazing co-hosts. Thank you so much. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to your team, Pastor Deborah. Praise be God forevermore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you so much, Mr. Makamaku. Praise God forevermore. Thank you so much, Mr. Makamaku, for the and the celebration. And praise the God. And today is the 20th of April 2023. Praise God. Is it possible to adjust your volume? Please, thank you so much. Okay, can you hear me now? Much better, ma. Okay, thank you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you so much, thank you so much. It's celebration time. Today is the 20th of April, and we are going to be celebrating you. If it's your birthday, the birthday of a loved one, and you would like for us to celebrate with you, please quickly come to the chat room and tell us about it. Praise the Lord. And if this is your first time in Inspired by the Word, we love to meet you. We love for you to come to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from, if you're within Nigeria. If it's outside Nigeria, we would like to know what country and, of course, who invited you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Congratulations, everyone, on the just concluded um, three days of your love world. It was three amazing days. Glory to God. Happy birthday to the esteemed pastor Dave Taiwo from Kingdom Bologna Tom. Happy, happy birthday to the esteemed, oh, esteemed pastor Dari Taiwo. Happy birthday. Weldy PC says, today is my kid brother's birthday. Well, in Mecca, happy birthday to your brother. 
just says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Betty. Happy birthday to your friend. Prolific Elama says, today is the birthday of my amazing Andre Joy Ojo. She is one today. Wow. Happy, happy birthday to her. Nam sister, Nam sister says, today is my brother's birthday. His name is Kasonde. Happy, happy birthday to your brother. Sister Rita Darlington says, today is the birthday of my younger sister. Her name is Onye. Happy, happy, happy birthday to your sister. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Mommy Bridget Obi says today is today. Yesterday was the birthday of my niece Sharon. Happy, happy birthday to her. Um, Summer Omolola Stephanie said yesterday was two of my brother's birthday. Their names are Roland and Brother Chijoke Ife Sinachi. Happy birthday to them. Brother Anthony Okafo says yesterday was the birthday of my loved ones, Christine and Nathan. They turned 12 yesterday. My pastor's children. Oh, happy birthday to them. Leko Shabrekosta and Atila Ando Kradesku Pelegiko Paradeshta. Kilagasta Skavizu Fredisco Parenda Kalande Pares Ombre Ectasekia. Lord, we thank you, O God, for our loved ones, O God, whose birthdays are today. We thank you for their lives. We thank you, O God. Yes, man, Takabaya. They experience your glories. Likorasa Takabaya. Lord, we thank you for your hand in mind to you upon them. Your wisdom is at work in their lives. Yes, hallelujah. Increase on every side. Yes, your blessings, O Lord, are upon their lives in abundance. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as they celebrate their birthdays today, it's a new beginning. It's a new era for them in life. Hallelujah. It's a new season of blessings, oh, favors of increase, of grace. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. If there be any one of these ones who's yet to receive Christ, who's yet to make that commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ, oh, that one makes the decision today. That one makes the decision today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. Yes, hallelujah. Even any of our other loved ones, they are taking that step and making that decision today. They are not leaving it for some other time. They are taking that decision swiftly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Oh, makara In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Congratulations, everyone. We love you and we love your loved ones. <laughs> Thank you so much. God bless you all. Over to you, Sin Sister Amakama. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for your life that's at work in us. Thank you for your word that's daily building us up. Thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit that guides us through the path of life, showing us which way to go, showing us what to do, 
help in us. Make the right choices. Teaching us how to discern beyond what we see in the physical. Thank you, Lord, because we were not left to ourselves on earth. Thank you for helping us. Thank you for holding us by the hand and leading us. Thank you because life is beautiful because we have you. Thank you for everyone who is celebrating today because you've beautified their lives. Thank you, Lord, for building us strong with your word. All that would be everything that the word talks about. All that would believe every word that you speak to us, taking it as law and leaving out the realities of your word. In this day and in this time, in this terminal generation before the rapture, all that will fulfill the scriptures, and manifest as sons of God. Oh, that would watch and pray as we should, taming the excesses of ungodly men in this world, in this hour, in this time, who live out our lives as sons of God, as men of power, men of influence and men of affluence. Even at this moment, Lord, I pray for everyone who is honoring you with an offering. I declare that your blessings rest upon them. That this offering, it is for influence and for affluence. For global influence, for global affluence. For the sake of the church, for the sake of the kingdom of our God, in this day and in this hour. The God of this world has nothing in us. He has nothing in common with us. There is nothing of his that is with us or in us. We tame his kingdoms and we terrify his kings all across the world. We manifest. Our eyes are open to see what ordinary men cannot see. We are open. We are open to know. Our hearts are open to know. We can see things for what they are what they truly are. 
in a world of deception, we see truth for what it is. We see every lie for what it is. Thank you for protecting our children from the state, from the deep state. Thank you because they are taught of you. They know the truth of the word. They are not indoctrinated with worldly knowledge and information, with demonic information that is circulating the world. They know truth for what it is, and they are bold to stand for truth because their lives are powered by the Holy Ghost. Lord, I especially pray for our loved ones who are schooling in the more developed world. I pray for them that their minds are protected from the onslaught of the enemy in the educational system. They stand for truth. They continually increase in the knowledge of your word and they stand for what is right according to the scriptures. They are not indoctrinated by this world, but their indoctrination comes only from your word and by your spirit. Father, thank you. I give you praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Always a blessing to be here. Um, and um, for those of you who are giving your offering, you know that we don't accept offerings here. This is not a church. So you send your offerings to your churches, your care groups, your cells, your PCF. However, um, you usually will give an offering. But why do we encourage us to give an offering every day? You know, you get come here and you get blessed. You get blessed in the place of prayer. You get blessed in the place of praise. You get blessed when the word comes to you. It's only right for you to honor God with an offering. We started out, you know, tithing every day. And there are those who still do the tithing and that's okay. But um, the word comes to you on a daily basis. It's not out of place to give an offering on a daily basis. If it's only the word that comes to you through the rhapsody of realities, giving an offering to say thank you would just be the right thing to do. So just in case somebody's wondering, okay, so why do we give offering here every day? Well, I just gave you an explanation. Praise God. Um, yesterday, the call ended abruptly, and I want to apologize for that. And I want to take responsibility because I was the host at the time. I'm not sure what happened, but I'm suspecting um, I had changed my phone and I think I'm still getting accustomed to the settings of this phone. And um, just now I noticed something which I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that might be what happened. Something popped up and I was tempted to want to close it. And I'm thinking that that's what happened. You know, if I, if I close it, maybe it would end the call. So I apologize for that and I'll be more careful. Thank you so much. Um, I, I've, I've got about four minutes before the end of this um, devotion for today. And there's something that's been getting my attention. Um, you know that 
I don't know what's been like for you in the last few days. Not just the last few days, but I want to major on the last few days reading the Rhapsody of Realities. You know, um, when I read the Rhapsody of Realities, I want to I, I, I want to bring it home. And this is how sometimes I analyze it. I analyze it like I'm sitting down with a man of God, Pastor Chris, and then he's telling me those words. And I don't think he would lie to me. I don't think he's psyching me. I don't think he's just trying to make me feel good. I think that he's telling me truth according to the scriptures. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Wow, wow, really? Like, it's difficult to read Rhapsody of Realities in recent times and not cry and, not, and, and, and be, even be able to read it at a goal. I can understand when Sister Kelvin Harris is screaming and like, you know, trying to tame herself, trying to control her spirit so that she can continue considering she's ministering to the brethren. But those are truths that you just can't speed read. You know, if you look at what happened on the 17th, you know, on the 17th of, of, of this month, Monday, and he was telling us about our divine parentage. And Sister Kevin Harris explained something. He said that when the child is in the womb of a mother, the child gets to share exactly the same life that the mother has. And, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, the place of meditation is very important in what God wants to do with your life in 2023. And don't miss God. Our brothers and sisters, don't miss God. This is not that year to miss God. Don't. And, you know, I was just thinking, wait, the very life, the very life that God has is what is inside me. And then you know how God gave me his very spirit. You know, when you, if you read all the books about the Holy Spirit, I, I, I did that um, in the last one month. I, I think I'm on the, on the last one, Seven Spirits of God. Like it, um, two, three weeks ago, I started reading the books and it's different. Like, I'm like, okay, so this Holy Spirit of God, you know, Pastor told us how that this is the Spirit that brings us the presence of God. This Spirit is 100% God. He said, when you call the name of Jesus, this is the Spirit that answers. He said, he's here to reveal the person of Jesus to us. He answers to the name of the Lord Jesus. So every time you call the name of the Lord Jesus, he's the one that goes into action. He's the one that answers your prayer. He's the one that brings to you what God wants to give to you. He's the one that brings you God's blessing. I think about who the Holy Spirit is and I think about the fact that this is the person that lives inside of me. God himself, God himself. I know the Holy Spirit cannot live inside, live inside of me and cancer cells can be growing. The Holy Spirit cannot live inside of me and fibroid can be growing. No, they cannot be there at the same time. You know, and then Pastor said something in, in, in I'm trying to remember now if it's in the Rhapsody or one of the books. He said, he was talking about how that your humanity must decrease and your divinity must increase. So if you are full of the Holy Spirit and you have sickness thriving in you, it means that you have not caused your divinity to increase. Because sometimes you feel like, but I'm a Christian. Yes, you are a Christian, but you got to walk the word. My time is up, but I just want to quickly go to the Rhapsody of Realities of the 18th. And he was telling us how that you have all you need. There's something that, God, that, that, that Pastor said in the second to the last paragraph, the penultimate paragraph. He said, no level of greatness or height of success is too lofty for you to attain. You have infinite possibities, limitless and unparalleled advantages in life. 
Brothers and sisters, this is not inspirational speech. Please, let's take it again. Ah, God is talking to me. This is, see, Rhapsody is God's love note to me on a daily basis. It's, you know, God is telling me about my day and then he's reminding me about the life that he's given me and he's telling me about my future. You know, the future of the next five minutes, the next two minutes is my future. So he's telling me that, you know, in December, in 30 days of wisdom, God gives some of us ideas. And then some of you, the idea is so big that you're trying to wrap your head around it and, and think that, ah, ah, God, Nami, you won't give this idea. Like, as in, are you saying that this idea is going to be so big? Maybe God gave you an idea that is bigger than a YouTube. And you're like, how can it be bigger than a YouTube? How can it not be bigger than a YouTube? The person that produced YouTube may not even be born again. Does he have two heads? Are you saying that the Holy Ghost in you is not as great as the intelligence that was at work in that person? Is that what you are saying? Are you saying that you don't qualify for a good life? Are you saying that you cannot bring into the world earth-shaking ideas that would tame the world? Are you saying that? When they did what they did during COVID, when they used Twitter, when they used Facebook, when they used YouTube, were you not challenged to bring in innovations into the world that would terrify the kings of this world and shut up their mouths? Were you not challenged? Were you not challenged to wake up one day and buy up those platforms? More so, were you not challenged that your innovations can be the best in the world? So when you read this, what comes to your mind? No level of greatness, no height of success is too lofty for you to attain. Go and check out the word lofty. You have infinite possibilities. You have limitless and unparalleled. You know, when he says unparalleled, that means it, it, it's not, it has not existed before. No one can match it. No innovation of anybody. And somehow I'm talking to somebody here and many people here. Your, innovation, your innovations will tame this world. Your innovations will shake this world. See, brothers and sisters, there's no telling how far God can take you. Just do what he tells you to do. It's part of the result of the God life, the God nature in you. God didn't create you to be in want of anything. Everything is inside you. Eternity is in your heart. Brothers and sisters, I refuse to be small in this life. I refuse to be uninfluential in this life. I refuse not to be known in this world. Genesis 12 and verse 2, he said, I'll bless you and I'll make your name great. He said, everyone will know your name. Everyone will know your name. He said, you will bring my blessing to the whole world. Maybe it is true that idea. Maybe it's true that innovation, that God's blessing will come to the whole world. There are many who are driving the agenda of their fathers, the devil the father of all deception, the father of all lies, the father of all killings. Are you aware of solutions that have encouraged teenagers to commit suicide? Where is your idea that would encourage teenagers to believe in themselves, to have confidence in life? Where are your ideas? Where are your ideas? Are you still seeing yourself as smaller? You don't qualify for the good life? You are still dealing with the good life. We're talking about the great life. We're talking about taking over the world with our ideas and our innovations. If God is still struggling with you to like yourself, he can't do big things with your life. During the Your Love What Pastor said, if you think small, if you have a small mentality, you cannot work with God. God loves you. His love is unconditional, but he cannot work with you. And God work with you. Are you someone God can work with? Do you believe? See, when I say I will do billions as tight, see, 
Pastor said in, 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 in um, um, uh, is it our work of faith or audacity of faith? And I think that's what we, we are listening to today. That's the message for today. And he said, he said, when, when, when David was making his boast in the Lord and he told Goliath to say, I will kill you today and I will cut off your head. There was no sword in the guy's hand. Oh, there was no sword in the guy's hand. So sometimes Amaka is making a boast that you do billions as tight and it looks like there's no billions in Amaka's account. There was no sword in David's hand. He did not have a sword. He did not have an helmet to protect him. He did not have a shield to protect him if this giant shot at him. He did not have man's protection. Humanly speaking, there was nothing that could defend this guy. He did not stand a chance, humanly speaking. Do not see yourself with the eyes of humans. Do not even see yourself with your own eyes. See yourself with the eyes of God. But did David do it? Pastor said in that message, he said, God did not stand up in heaven and call the angels. Ah, that guy wants to embarrass us. Hey, this boy wants to embarrass us. He said, God was proud. Oh, God is proud when you boast in the name of the Lord Jesus. God is proud when you boast by the one that lives in you, brothers and sisters, the spirit of the Holy God, the Holy Spirit who made the whole world, the Holy Spirit who owns all the wealth in the world. Are you telling me that it's so difficult for the Holy Spirit to give Amaka 10 billion just so she can pay a tithe of a billion? Are you telling me that it's so hard? This God I believed in, is it, is it for sure? No, is he a scam? This Christianity is, is he a scam? If we say this word works and we don't believe in the big things, what dealing with a big God? What dealing with a big God? God has a billion ways to get a billion dollars to me. God has a trillion ways to get a trillion dollars to me. He got he has he he has countless limitless channels with which he can get it to me. The question is, am I ready? It's always about us, never about God, never. And this readiness is what we are doing here every day. This readiness is what we're doing when we say take the project and message a day. Because in those times, God is taming some excesses. You know, that tendency for that, that character that money would amplify. That is not godly. Those things that God has been telling you, work on these things, work on these things. For instance, if you are a young guy, forgive me, I'm taking some extra time, but I'm talking to somebody here. If you're a young guy, you're cute, you're fine. Women are chasing you and you feel like, oh, from time to time I can just have fun. That's a character. By the time you become a billionaire, you're going to be flying women on your private jets to Dubai. You're going to, take, you're going to be flying prostitutes around the world. And that's not to the glory of God. So he's talking to you about that now and you don't want to listen. Money is an amplifier. God is tired of empowering financially men and women who disgrace the brands that we stand for. You, uh, mark my words, I'm not saying disgrace God. Because you cannot disgrace God. But God is, God is fed up with empowering his own children who turn around and fight the church. Look at what pastor has been telling us. Some Christians get into politics. They are the same people that pass laws against the church. God is tired of such people. So he's working on your character now. He's working on your mind. He's working on your heart. He, you know, those things now, they are secret things. Nobody know about them. You are doing them in secret, but he's telling you, my son, put away childish things. My son, come up to maturity. I want to do big things with your life. 
You've got to walk. You've got to allow the, 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 the potter break you. You see, you see, um, you know, one of the things I've been, I've been talking to God I, when I came into this month, I said, God, I, 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 you know, sometimes there are some prayers that it takes faith to pray because when, when the breaking comes, it's not sweet. My brothers and sisters, it's not sweet. When you tell the butter to the potter to be free to break you and to remold you. When a potter carries a clay, now the clay is beautiful. He's made it into a jar. The jar is beautiful. But then an idea of a better jar comes to him. Then he takes that clay, puts it back on that working place. He breaks it. He smashes it. If the clay could talk, the clay would shout. The clay would cry, oh, potter, why are you breaking me? But only a matter of time, he remolds that clay into a more perfect piece that is admired by the whole world. And God break you. Some of you, God is still careful with you. He's still careful with you because you can't take it. There are some corrections some of you cannot take. There are some scolding some of you cannot take. And that's why God has trained us and inspired by the word over the months. You need to learn how to take it. It comes hard, but you can take it. You swallow it and you're like, God, thank you. Thank you. I accept the correction. I accept it. Yes, I'm walking at it in the name of the Lord Jesus. No, this is not me. I embrace the picture of me that God has. And this correction is taking place now. It's not about you. It's not about the person that is bringing the correction. It's about where God is taking you. We're the terminal generation, brothers and sisters. We're the terminal generation. Allow God do a quick work in you. Allow him to do a quick work in you. It's not, it's not because you cannot catch one and he can forgive you. God does not have a problem with forgiveness. He's always going to forgive you. But Paul said, can we continue in grace so that sin may abound? He said, God forgive, God forbid. God forbid. I'll give you an analogy and I'll end with this. We're all going for a party. And then the party, they say, everybody, we're all white. We're all white. The party is free to enter. It's a party of royals, but everybody wear white. And then on the way, you're going on the way, and then you 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 missed a, a, um, your 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 steps, and then you fell, and then your white got dirty. There are many people to pick you up. It's not a problem. Many people are there to help you to stand up. We're not saying that because you fell, don't come to the party. But we're saying go home and change. Just go home and change. Come to the party clean. So we don't have a problem with you falling. We just have a problem with how you show up in the party. So if you fall 100 times, it's not a problem. Just change, change, look neat and come. This is where many of you are. You have refused to come into the party because you're always falling. You're always falling. Every time you fall, the Bible says God will pick you up. He said the righteous may fall seven times, but he will stand up. God does not have a problem with forgiving you. God does not have a problem with lifting you up again. But you are not going to enter that place. That's where the party is happening. That's where everything you want is. Come to the party. Come to the place of maturity. This is what God has been trying to tell us. When he's talking to us about dressing, it's not because I want to control how you dress. No. He's training you for royal life. Go and study royalties of the world. A quick one, Megan, many of you know her. When she was going to get married, did you notice that one of the first things that changed was her dressing? Did you notice it? Did you notice it? Did you notice how her dressing changed overnight? To, to, she became a, a very, very decent woman. And I'm like, can my sisters not learn? Can my sisters not see? These are the royalties of the world. But we are the true royals. We in the kingdom are the true royals. Then we talk to you about dressing in the house of God and you're upset. But the royalty in the world is teaching you how to dress, yet you don't want to have sense. 
brothers and sisters, the word of God is for your own good. God does not want to control anybody's life. Absolute freedom is in the world, is in the word of God. Look at the world. Look at the freedom that the world gives. Oh, the freedom where it tells you that ah, you can behave anyhow. Where does behave, where has behaving anyhow taken our young people to? They are as depressed as ever. They are as frustrated as ever. Suicide has skyrocketed as more than ever. What are we talking about? Freedom is in Christ. I'd rather be a slave of Christ or be free in this than be free in this world. Oh, Shalagaba Satan. In the world, a slave of a man cannot live the life that the man has. In Christ, we are servants of Christ, yet he gave us his own life. He gave us his own life. He invited us into his own throne room. We're not living in another room. We live in the same throne room with the father. Brothers and sisters, what life do you want? What else do you want? What else do you want? God has given us everything. Go back to that 17th Rhapsody. God is your father. I told you in 30 days of supernatural blessing, we talked about meditating, the consciousness of the fatherhood of God. We talked about it again and again. The consciousness of the love of God, the consciousness of the fatherhood of God. If God be my father, what ought my life to be like? Oh, thank you, Lord. I leave you with these words. Make 2023. Make 20. See, see, brothers and sisters, the last three days, your love word has been very emotional for me, and I took it personal. You know, when, when Pastor shows us certain videos, when Pastor brings certain information to us, I'm crying, I'm saying, God, I say, where was I? Where was I when all of these things was happening? Why did it happen under my watch? Why was I not praying? Why was I not walking? Why did I not have a structure? Why, why did I not, you know, it's like, why, did, why was I not wise in time to be able to, at a young age, begin to set up structures for the kingdom? I don't know if these things go through your mind. These guys have been working for many years. They've been working for many years. Look at Klaus Schwab boasting that the president of Canada is his mentee, that the president of Argentina, of France, that have the cabinet of Canada, Canada. We are your mentees. Ah, ah, we are your mentees. We are your mentees. What are they doing for the kingdom? And I start with you. What are you doing for the kingdom? When you hear those words, are you okay? Are you fine? Are you still thinking of what to eat? Are you still thinking of how to get married? Are you still thinking of how to have a child? If these things don't provoke you, I don't know if you can do great things in this kingdom. I take responsibility for the state of the world as it is, as though I were the only one that God has. And every day I'm praying, I'm saying, God, give me another chance. Tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it with everything that is in me, with all that I am and all that I have. Thank you, Heavenly Father. These are the last days, oh God. And the earnest expectation of the world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They are crying for freedom. They are crying to be delivered. Lord, you can trust us. Lord, you can count on us. You can, you can. And it's your spirit that is at work in us, both to win and to do of your good pleasure in this day and in this time. We yield to your training. We are quick about it. 
we are quick about it. The things that you are teaching us, we take them fast. We take them fast. Our training is fast. It is fast, Lord, and you can count on us for global works. The Lord is bringing many of us into places of influence and affluence in this year. In this year. Some of you will have to sit with presidents of nations. But when that time comes, remember that it is not for you, it is for the kingdom. When that time comes, it is for the kingdom. It is for the kingdom. By you, nations will be brought under the perfect will of God by you. It will be a business meeting, but you will have the opportunity to meet with those presidents. And by you, they will come into the kingdom. By you, their nations will come under the influence of the spirit of God and under the ministry. You will be there. You will put a call. When that time comes, feel free to call me. If you want Pastor Chris to talk to that president, I will run it for you. I see. I see. And I say it here today so that you'll be witnesses. I see that I brought many presidents to be mentees of our man of God. I see that I did it. I see that I did it. And I challenge you. I challenge you be big for the kingdom desire it on your own you want to live a quiet life oh you guys don't know me pastor deborah would understand what i'm talking i can be alone for one month i'm a very quiet person leadership brought the talking amarak the dramatic one that you hear that you see sometimes is not if, if i had a choice that's not me but i would not be quiet in this world no for the sake of the kingdom i'm ready to take on any character for the sake of the kingdom. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank you for the extra time that you've given me. I don't get to talk every day and every time here, so it's, it's well, and I'm grateful. Thank you for staying, and thank you for, thank you for loving the Lord the way you do. We've come to the end of today's devotion and I want to thank all our co-hosts. Thank you for being a strong bedrock for the gospel in the lives of many. And thank you for daily impacting us with the investment of your personality. Glory to God. I want us to meet our mics at this moment I will share the, as we share the benediction and the grace of our Lord Jesus Bye. 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 Bye.